Alrighty, top of the morning, folks. <clears throat> Hope you're doing well. Hope you're doing swell. Uh, this is going to be Garden Pals number 102 uh, for Thursday, the 6th of uh, January. We made it. Um, hope you enjoyed that episode with uh, Mr. Miguel Docs. Uh, had a really, really silly, uh, fun time with that uh, podcast. I enjoyed it a lot. Um, yeah, we talked about some music stuff, his uh, plans, projects, and uh, things going on for him. And then we also just had uh, just uh, talked some shit, had some fun. And um, yeah, if you haven't checked that one out... Um, I would I would co-sign that podcast myself personally. So if you want to uh check that out, go ahead. Or if you already did, um I thank you. And uh welcome to another episode of Garden Pals. And um just uh refreshing everyone here. Uh sound like a broken record. But uh yeah, we're doing the Mondays. Monday and Thursday release schedule from here on out for the foreseeable future. Just in an effort to kind of beef up the sods, make them at least an hour each. So that'll give me uh, ample time to do uh, do so. Um, so yeah, that's kind of my thought process behind it. But if you enjoyed the half hour ones or if you enjoy the new release schedule... Uh, let a brother know. Um, yeah, so here we are. And, um, yeah, so I'm thinking, I already said this, broken record again, but I think that going to try and incorporate some local news or local history uh, into every, or at least try to in every episode, just because uh, I guess there's some interesting things that we could Things that are going on here that maybe you necessarily don't uh, hear about or know about because they're just fucking stupid local stories. But maybe this will bring it to your attention and then you'll have something to talk about with your uh, racist uncle or something. Um, so yeah, so we're going to get into some actually some local history today, not really news. But yeah, we're gonna, yeah, hope you're doing well. Um, just a life update, we are, this is a relapse podcast, this is a, a hung podcast, a hangover cast. Um, Twas a Saturday night, a Christmas night, the boys were hooting and hollering, had myself a couple uh, soda pops. I only had like fucking six beers and then I wake up and I, I'm on my fucking deathbed again after fucking only drinking six beers. It's fucking ridiculous. Granted, I hadn't really uh, drank, uh, what was that? Two weeks. So there we go. I was two weeks sober and then I threw it all away. No. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. It's not like you aim, or I'm aiming to not drink. Sometimes I do, and sometimes I don't. And it may or may not be morning time, and I may or may not be enjoying myself a nice, refreshing uh, Bud Light Lime right now. I may or may not be. Oh, 
that's good stuff. Um, um, that'd be cool. Plug, uh, there we go, Bud Light Lime Plug. I know that I got big wigs here listening from uh, Anheuser-Busch uh, listening in. So if you want to throw me a... Uh, throw me a few million dollars to plug you on this here uh huge platform then yeah just uh just let me know and and I'll do that just uh just show me the cash first cash uh grass or ass cash ass or grass that's crazy has anybody ever picked up a hitchhiker out there anybody ever pick up a hitchhiker i was um i was driving down <coughs> driving down i was driving down uh of uh uh, land of titans and it was christmas and of uh, uh land of titans and it was christmas and, and there was just this one guy who was fucking standing there waiting for a, a bus outside of um foley's and there was some there was like a Half second in me where I, I was like, I should pick this guy up. And uh, it was like some kind of lanky, like scrawny, um, probably 50-year-old, like pedophile-looking type. So I kind of uh, strayed away from the thought. But I did think about it for like a solid maybe five seconds just to pick up a, pick up a stray dog, stray pup. Um, but yeah, you know... Yeah. That would be that would be really interesting. I don't, cause it could go it could go bad really quick, but I guess that would probably be a rare instance. I don't fucking know. But yeah, hangover podcast, relapse podcast. Um. Uh, yeah, went to bed at like twelve. I literally only drank like six beers, and then I feel like I'm in a fucking. I'm having like fucking convulsions. I'm like shaking. I need to fucking take 10 Xanax just to fucking stop shaking. I'm fucking pale in the face. I'm bleeding out of my ears. Uh, only after fucking six uh, Bud Lights. And so I don't know what the fuck's happening to me. I just don't have the, I don't got the Mozzie that I once did as a young uh, chipper uh, alcohol abuser. Now I'm, I'm much. I'm uh, more seasoned and gristled uh, in the, um, well, not even seasoned, because I guess that would mean that I would be better at drinking, which I'm not, argue. Pretty uh, clearly, I cannot drink the way that I uh, once did, and I don't think I really want to, but it's nice to have the ability to when you want to, sometimes when you're hanging out with the fucking boys, when you're fucking going to storm the cap, I think today is the um, today is the fucking uh, the anniversary of the fucking the boys going to the Capitol. <laughs> Hope everybody's playing along at home. They got their horn uh, horn helmets on. Um, yeah, I heard that they were actually. Um, playing garden pals out of a loudspeaker while they were um storming the capital really uh, disturbing stuff but hey i mean you can't you can't choose your uh, demographic i guess um but yeah no <laughs> i think that did happen a year ago today look at that love how that works folks boys just going to the cap um 
I, I'm so stupid. I had to fucking Google where the the capital. I thought it was in Albany. <laughs> I'm fucking retarded. Oh my god, <laughs> is it in Albany? <laughs> oh, turns out it's in Washington D.C. The capital, which uh, uh, I guess I'm not a geography guy, but I, I like looking at maps. But maybe that's just because I'm fucking mildly autistic. Um. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so a year ago today, they stormed the cap and, uh, today is actually international cuddle up day. Uh, believe it or not, international, uh, cuddle up day, snuggle up day. Um, so yeah, maybe you cuddle up with your significant other. Maybe you're going to cuddle up with a good book. Maybe you're going to cuddle up with your cousin if you live, uh, in the South, um, but yeah, international cuddle up day. So maybe tell somebody that and then they'll be like, oh, well, that's kind of mildly interesting. And then that'll be the end of the conversation. But let it's but let's uh, proceed to our um, our local uh, history for today's uh, cast. This one is going to be. uh so yeah, so we're going to do either like local news or maybe like a local history kind of story thing. So today you got some local history. This is going to be from the uh, Judy Glazer at the uh, Oakwood Chronicles in Oakwood Cemetery. That is the uh, that is the cemetery that is right across the street from Ghetto Tops on uh, Portage Road. So this is going to be a, some local history from the Oakwood Chronicles. Once again, by uh, Judy Glazer. I think I had a, a middle school teacher that's last name was Glazer. Maybe that's her. Or was it Miss Glasser? Anybody out there? Any uh, LaSalle Prepper folks? Uh, Miss Miss Glasser? Miss Glazer? Miss Glacier? So yeah, somebody used to call her Miss Glacier. She's a little, she's a little chubby. I think she might have had some. Uh, what did she have? She looked like she had um, kind of like hemorrhoids or some shit. I don't, I don't know. Is that when your ass bleeds? I don't fucking know. But this is a story about um, uh, the Gaskill, named after the, uh, or they named the middle school after this gentleman. Um, let's see here. Uh, Charles B. Gaskill, and he's from Niagara Falls. And he was uh, born in Wilson in 1841. And he was a private in the Civil War, shaving Ryan's privates. And um, let's see, what else is interesting? Let's see here. So, yeah, so that's who it, it is named after. Oh. Charles Gaskill of Wilson. That's what they named the middle school after. He was a private in the Civil War. The 44th New York Infantry, and he was a second lieutenant, and he was sent to battle. And uh, he he fought in at the Battle of Gaines, Mill, uh, Gaines Mills, uh, Virginia. Oh boy, and he was uh, he got fucked up. He got seriously wounded and taken prisoner and held for a month. His wounds were improperly treated after a prisoner exchange. And he was sent uh, to hospital in Baltimore. Um, yeah, because what kind of fucking medical, um, 
like technology or information did they even have back then? Did they just they just kind of blood let you? They just let you bleed out maybe a couple quarts and then just call it a day and just patch you up. Because that's probably yeah. Like what the fuck could they be doing? They they didn't even have fucking uh, they didn't even have fire or like the wheel back then. Uh, let's see here. Then after the war, he returned to the falls and. Um, Colonel, where the Colonel operated businesses which used water from the hydraulic canal conceived by Thomas Evershed and completed in 1861. And he opened a flour mill, Cataract City Milling Company. And um, let's see here. Yeah, not terribly interesting, but um, just something to, something to chew on, something to shove up your ass for the day that was... Oakwood Chronicles by uh, Judy uh, Glaser. And, um, yeah, if you want to visit uh, Chuck Gaskell, he's over, uh, pay him a visit. He is in the Oakwood Cemetery across the street from Ghetto Tops. And, uh, yeah, he was a colonel. Uh, he was a gentleman. He was a lover. He was a fighter. And, yeah, so that's what Gaskell uh, Middle School is named after. Shout out to any... Uh, Gaskillians out there, any folks who went to Gaskill uh, Preparatory School. Oh, wow. And then in 1898, at the age of 57, he went to Puerto Rico and served in the fucking Spanish-American War. Holy shit. Let's see. And then uh, he died at age 78. That's a pretty, it's got to be a pretty good run for somebody born in the 1800s. Died in 1919. I think that was the year that my grandfather was born in a memorial hospital and is interred at Oakwood Cemetery. His grave bears a sign marking him as a notable person in uh, quotations. Very interesting. Um, they even have a website here. I'm going to see what's going on here. Oakwoodnagra.org. Uh, shout out these people. That's pretty interesting stuff. Just... Uh, Let's see here. Do they have... Oh, they have one that says Our Residence. That's pretty. That's kind of weird and, like, dark. Our Residence. Um, let's see here. Wow. What the fuck? Let's see. Let's run through the names of the people here that are at uh, Oakwood Cemetery, and then we'll move on here. Who do we got? No real. The Pavlov family tragedy. What the fuck does that mean? All right. Fuck this. Um, but yeah, oakwoodnagra.org. And shout out to Ju uh, Judy Glaser for writing that cool article about Charles B. Gaskill. Now you know where the name came from. Gotta love that. Everybody, everybody I know, all my friends, uh, they seem to always say that middle school was one of the uh, worst times of their life. Think Christian and um, and even Bob said that I believe, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, 
Yeah, I don't know. My experience was all right. There was kind of a lot of kids that you went to middle school with. They kind of just fell off the face of the earth and you, they were never to be seen again. You ever think about that? Just And it's so weird because there's such like fringe characters in your life. But if you um, think back just to fucking any old time in school and you're like, oh yeah, that person. What the fuck happened to that person? Interesting. But yeah, middle school was a weird time. I had a good time, I guess. Uh, didn't have a bad time. Elementary school was chill as well. Just walking home from uh, school. Yeah, walking, uh, walking to, walking fro from the old uh, school, afro. Um... Yeah, middle school and elementary school, I guess. And uh, that was the thing about back in the day. Um, all your friends had to be, like, in your neighborhood. So you couldn't really go out and venture out. You didn't have a Sonata. You were only uh, eight years old. You couldn't really travel anywhere. Kind of landlocked to your just your neighborhood. And now you got fucking virtual fucking virtual girlfriend, virtual boyfriend, virtual uh, trans uh, girlfriend with a dick and a pussy, but it's beautiful. Um, but yeah, all your friends were in the little in your neighborhood. You couldn't really, you couldn't really get that creative. You were kind of dealt a. Uh, Stuck with the cards that you were dealt, friend-wise. Um, I had this kid that lived up the street for me. Uh, lived up the street from me. I don't think he lives there anymore. But his name was um, yeah, his name was. Uh, we used to call him Tubby. I'm pretty sure. Just not really uh, too terribly creative, but still effective. We called him Tubby, and uh, yeah, he lived down the street. And he was that kid that had the damn uh, trampoline. You always had to prioritize the kid with the trampoline. Always try to be nice to him. Always try and impress him and all that shit. Uh, yeah, he had a trampoline. He had like a really shitty fucking falling apart house. But he had a fucking kick-ass uh, trampoline. He had a younger brother that was really fucking annoying. And... um he had an older brother. I'm pretty sure his older brother would like abuse him. He was like a troubled, troubled kind of youth. Always had uh, bags under his eyes. And um, the older brother was, uh, I think he was a rapper at one point and a drug dealer. He uh, went by Young uh, Young Phantom, believe it or not. And uh, pretty sure he performed at some. Uh, high school talent shows throughout the throughout the region and I don't know if he really found himself any success but yeah he was a I guess he was a drug dealer he would uh he used to he used to deal to the family friend who lived across the street her father was a was a cop and uh pretty sure he died <laughs> He was a cool dude, though. Um, but, yeah, a lot, a lot of cops on my street, a lot of fed rallies. But, yeah, um, Tubby's older brother, Young Phantom, he used to, he used to sell, uh, sell drug to the, 
to uh, the girl who lived across the street. Uh, just weed at the moment. She moved on to bigger and better things. Uh, pretty sure she's doing heroin now, but I digress. Yeah, he would sell weed, and I was like 10 years old seeing this. Not that this, it's like bad or anything, but just the people I was around, <laughs> just the scumbags. I uh, wouldn't have had it any other way. But um, he, Young Phantom, he would... Uh, he did this really interesting thing with the weed that he would sell. He would put it in the baggie, in the little sandwich shitty baggie, but then he would trap air in it, so it would be a little air ball, and you could kind of shake it around and look at the look at the drug on the inside. Uh. Yeah, I never saw that, because it's not really practical. You wouldn't be able to, like, stuff it in your pocket, because you got, like, a, air, like a little, uh, little, um... Cush balloon, if you will, in your pocket doesn't seem very uh, helpful for travel. But either way, uh, yeah, young Phantom. I don't know what happened to him. He, I, probably, he's probably dead now. Um, but yeah, used to always hang out with that kid uh, Tubby for years, at least. Probably, probably a good uh, three years. Um. Uh, sleepovers, fucking pillow fights, the whole nine, and then, um, it was either Tubby or, like, Chunky or something. I don't know, but, yeah, we'd always hang out, and I remember we were in the fucking Rite Aid parking lot inside, uh, uh, Mama's, uh, ragtop fucking, uh, Cadillac, piece of shit car, and, uh, Tubby was, um, Tubby was riding in the back, and <laughs> And he was, uh, and, um, pretty sure, yeah, my mom's, uh, one of her old boyfriends who was a crackhead who would, like, steal the car all the time, um, he was, he was whipping the, the rag top, whipping the rag, and, um, Tubby was trying to get into the rag top, and, um, he was trying to get in, and then, uh, the, uh, crackhead that was driving, he, he punched the gas, so then, uh, Tubby fell, and his fucking hind legs got, uh, ran over by the ragtop, believe it or not, and he was, <laughs> Tubby was probably about 11 years old at this point, getting ran over by a fucking crackhead in a, in a ragtop, in a fucking Rite Aid parking lot, fucking, here's where it all ends, um, <laughs> Yeah, Tubby got fucking ran over, and I'm pretty sure that w that wasn't the only time he got ran over. Like he kept uh, perpetually getting ran over for for reasons unbeknownst to me. He would just always fucking be on the ground for some reason and at the wrong place at the wrong time. But either way, uh, yeah, first, yeah. <laughs> but then uh, with those friends that you have from your neighborhood, it's like you're not gonna be friends with them forever. Um, so I think at middle school or high school kind of, you know, kind of deviated the septum, kind of went off our own separate paths. Uh, I went on to be very cool and very smart, and I think he, he turned out to be one of them, uh, them their theater uh, retard people, which um, is the worst type of person, I guess, in a high school. That and the uh, the band kids. Um, yeah, pretty much those two, right? Theater, theater and band kids. Yeah, not huge fan. <laughs> but um 
Yeah, Tubby. He was a he was a cool dude. And then you you know you have friends when you're younger, and then you see him when you know years go by, or um, just after the point of them not being your friends, and you kind of just don't even act like, or you act like you don't know each other. And that's exactly what I would do with him. Uh, and um, yeah, I don't know. I just didn't want to be associated with the theater kids, so I didn't. And, uh, yeah, I'm sure you've done that. You had, like, a friend that you were fucking, uh, thick as thieves with, and then now you just look the other way. You don't even know the, don't even know the guy or gal. Um, yeah, that's what happened with our friend frickin', uh, Sid, man, Squid, uh, kind of voted him off the island in high school, and then, uh, and then, yeah, never looked back, just never, um, Never even spoke to him after that, which is really fucking incredible. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Kids are crazy. He, um, uh, he was, he, when I worked at Puma, he applied and, um, I don't know if he had an interview or not, but I was just like, fuck, that would be really mighty awkward if this feller got the job. Because I haven't spoke to him since he he got voted off the island fucking many moons ago. And uh, God bless, he never ended up getting the job. So uh didn't have money to uh, provide for his family. And uh, yeah, there we go. <laughs> um, at the beginning of this cast, it was a little bit of a hangover relapser. But I uh, had myself... Uh, Shitty Dunkin' Dunkin' D, Dunkin' Do's, Dunkin' Do's, Dunkin' Donuts uh, sandwich. Love their bacon, egg, and cheese on the croissant. I've definitely said this on the cast before. And the little fucking hash brown fucking tater top motherfuckers. Um, so good. And some coffee. And then my fucking shower beer. <sighs> I swear to God, a shower beer could fucking cure cancer. Oh my God. Love a fucking shower beer. Um, I said that to my mom because she's wondering why I'm a alcoholic. And she's like, what, a beer shower, a shower beer, a beer shower? And she had never heard of it. She thought uh, I came up with it. She thought I was a, a prophet. But I explained it to her. And uh, so, yeah, it's a shower beer. It's a desperate move. It's a really desperate move. You know, you got to go to... Well, if you're really if you're really nifty with your planning, you will leave behind one or two beers that you purchased and uh, just stow them away in your fridge for the morning, and then you can use those for your shower beer. But the real desperate attempt is fucking being up at seven thirty in the morning, making the fucking pilgrimage to fucking Seven Eleven, and having to show your fucking dried out, fucking hungover, fucking face to the world, and uh, that's what I had to do this morning. Going to the went to the Seven Eleven. I was there a fucking a shit ton these past fucking two days because it's the only fucking place that's open on um, Christmas. The only fucking people who are fucking dumb enough to work on Christmas. And um, yeah, fucking got some hot cocoa, got some fucking. Got a fucking tall can of some Bud Light Lime and fucking drank it and fucking shit myself in the shower. It's fucking beautiful. Um, 
Do people actually pee in the shower? I don't know. Like it's, I don't know if it's, is that, is it bad? I don't, like I don't do it. I've definitely done it. Um, never shit in the shower, only shit in my uh, britches. Uh, but yeah, I guess peeing in the shower kind of seems like a harmless affair. Especially if you kind of carnival game it and just pee right into the fucking, uh, into the drain. Then that can probably be, uh, you know, less offensive. You're not fucking pissing all over the walls and fucking pissing in your mouth. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, guess that's a nasty habit that some people have. Uh, what's another one? I used to fucking... When I was younger, I had, like, a weird, like, OCD thing where I would always, like, smell my hands for some reason. That kind of went away all the time. I don't know why. Super weird. Fucking wipe your ass, then you have to smell your hand. It's fucking quite inconvenient. (laughs) But, yeah, relapse cast. Um, I like the little, uh, little Niagara Falls history that we had at the beginning of the cast with, uh, uh, Charles, uh, Charles B, Charles Gaskill, his story, um, yeah, national, international, sorry, uh, Cuddle Up Day, super fun, uh, uh, one year, uh, anniversary of Storm in the Sea, and, um, yeah, we talked about love lost, you know, friends lost, losing friends, um, middle school, high school, the whole nine, um, high school is obviously like the best, are probably the most fun period like in schooling, right? Because I guess elementary school is you're kind of figuring out your tribe, who you want to be friends with, who you want to hang out with, then fucking, well, I guess we did start maybe drinking a little bit in middle school, but that's still too young to really fucking be out being mischievous. And then fucking high school, you really just go for it. Fucking probably, what, 10th grade and on? Uh, QAnon? Um, and then college, you can't really be a super duper. Well, I guess you can. It just depends on your your breed. You can be a huge fuck up in college, I guess. But there's probably more at stake, I guess, a little bit. I don't fucking know. But, um... <laughs> um yeah. We'll call it here, and then I will um, see you in the second half of this podcast, folks. All right, folks, welcome to the back half of this here program. Hope it's going well. Hope your day is going well, wherever you're at, wherever you are, however you're feeling. I hope it's good. hope it's good, and I hope it's great. It's been a while. Uh, maybe a couple days, I don't fucking know, I don't know, but, um, yeah, I hope you're enjoying the new, uh, release schedule and, uh, episode lengths, like I said, in an effort to kind of beef up the episodes, but yeah, let's, uh, jump in with some, start this one off with just some, some news, I guess, more, uh, more sports related, I guess, Bills versus Patriots, uh, Great fucking game. Great fucking game. Let's start it off with just some of the some stats here. Mr. Josh Allen went uh, 30 
of 47 for 314 fucking yards, three touchdowns, and had 12 carries for 64 yards. Fucking MVP mode. Uh, Who else do we got? And then uh, we had Isaiah McKenzie going off during that game. Fucking super just great to watch. 12 times targeted for, uh, what's that say? And receiver Isaiah McKenzie was targeted 12. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah, wide out. Yep, was targeted 13 times. And uh, receiver Isaiah McKenzie is targeted 12. So Diggs had 13. McKenzie had 12. But I think the most important thing that happened in this game out of everything was when... um, Mr. Stefan Diggs, there was that, that video going around um, after he, what did he do, got a touchdown, and then he just ran up to the fucking bleachers and told all the fucking uh, Patriots fans to fucking fuck off or suck his dick. He said, uh, I don't know exactly what he said. Are you, I think he just said, shut the fuck up, right? Which I mean is great. Fuck the Patriots. This is a Bills-friendly podcast only. No other teams allowed. Um, yeah. Fuck the Patriots. And um, I saw another video of there was Bills fans that were tailgating at uh, Foxborough. And um, the Bills fans had some tables set up and fucking they were drinking and having a good time. And the one guy was going to jump through the table and then a fucking... Patriots fan kind of snuck up and then tried to he tried to like jump through the table but the table only bent a little bit and he didn't really break it so it's pretty embarrassing to the whole uh, Patriots organization and all the fans of the Patriots you should be ashamed of yourself and be ashamed of how you got fucking ran through by the boys fucking Bills go Bills go Wills um but yeah, and he tried to jump through the table like ass first, which I thought was pretty uh pretty suspect, pretty pretty flaming of him to do such a thing. I've never seen anybody go ass first unless they are um taking a penis in the ass. Um but yeah, you're supposed to I think you're the classic way to jump through a table is to just go belly flop right off the top of something very high. And I know you're saying to me, Kyle, but what about the intro with Keith? And Keith has an uh, exemption card um, just because I said so. And because he had a, a Bills construction helmet on and a Bills hoodie. So go, Bills. You could do whatever the fuck you want. Uh, I guess when you're a Bills fan with regard to breaking tables, because we're kind of the innovators of uh, breaking tables, right? I don't think if any other team are like tailgating for like another team and they try to do like a table thing, they would just be biting the bills at that point. Like, I don't think they can't like, they got to fucking make up their own thing. Does anybody do any other teams like have their own fucking uh, specific tailgating activity that is as cool as the bills, which is breaking tables. I don't think that any other let me Google that and see if NFL teams pregame NFL teams tailgate rituals. 
They're going to be fucking stupid. Tailgating, the most popular recording. Yeah, I don't even... Yeah, there's not even any other teams that have, like, a specific tailgate tradition, but Breaking Tables is a uh, Buffalo Bills tailgating tradition, and uh, I appreciate it. I like watching it. I don't think I would ever do it because... Or maybe I guess you can't say that you would never do anything if you're not, or when you're sober, but when you're fucking blackout drunk off of six uh, Bud Lights, then I guess we could have a different story on our hands. But yeah, um, I don't even know, would it hurt if you, you know, kind of like adrenaline pumping, just jump through a fucking table that's on fire or fucking, or I guess you don't have to be on fire, but that fucking makes it much better. But either way... Let's jump into, okay, we got our little sports news out of the way. Bills, Pats, uh, 33-21, hell of a game to watch. And then we're going to jump into this here show. Like I said a couple minutes ago, hope you're doing well wherever you're at. In the future, in the past, in the present, I'm drinking a LaCroix today. And, um, yeah, so we fucking... Had a little game night on, uh, what's that, Saturday with the boys, and then fucking, it's a little hungover for the Bills game, like I said. Uh, relapse cast, as I said in the first part of this, uh, here program. And, um, yeah, and then, of course, I had work on Monday. So you hate the, you know, you're always gonna have work on Monday, but you hate when you just have a little fringe hangover, like just a little headache kind of going for you. And then it just kind of makes you a little bit, just a little bit of saltiness in you for the day. Just not, it's like you're at 94%, but you can really feel that 6% drop off. You're just a little bit cranky. Just got that little headache. So then I'm fucking, my Monday tradition at work, whenever I'm a little, just a little bit hung, just fucking go for the damn water fountain, fill up my fucking huge jug of water and just fucking keep refilling that bastard and then usually by tuesday morning after a saturday fucking saloon fucking sesh rooting and tooting sesh i can usually make it back to a hundred emoji percent but sometimes you don't if you have a really rough fucking saturday god forbid you get fucking hammered on a sunday which i guess is hard to do if you're fucking watching the bills fucking Win or lose, if they win, you celebrate because they're fucking won, but then if they lose, you just get fucking blackout drunk and go drive around just to fucking forget about it. But yeah, I guess, I don't know, would football, would you, what, do they do college football on Saturdays? I don't even fucking know, I'm so, uh, so green to the sport, but I guess having football on Sundays is good because Sundays are usually pretty shitty um yeah what are Sundays good for it's the Lord's Day um that's literally it Sundays are I don't know it says it doesn't it's the weekend but it doesn't feel like a weekend because you're just like yeah Monday but everybody's fucking said that before so yeah um yeah had a little bit of a fringe hangover on Monday and then Roll over to Tuesday, I'm fucking ready to go. Wet behind the ears, wet on the 
wet on the nose, wet to the touch, ready to go for Tuesday. And it was only supposed to be a, like a little half day for me, little little 7 to 11, little slurpy uh, shift. Can't beat it. Um, but I was like, well, not really, you know, might as well stay for an extra hour, get my fucking, get five and fucking go. So chilling at work and uh, supposed to be uh, one of my lovely coworkers to come in at 11 o'clock to join me. And then uh, about 11.20 rolls around. I'm like, hey, fucking so-and-so ain't here. Uh, manager's like, oh, well, what the fuck? And then uh, try to get a hold of her. No answer. No nothing. Uh. But remember, like I said, I already planned on staying until fucking like noon, just because. Why not? Why not get a little extra bread? Um. So at this point, it's like twelve o'clock, and nobody in sight at all. Um. So I'm like, well, I fucking kind of asked for it. I kind of fucking put it on myself at this point. But either way, it's like, it looks like I'm staying. Once again, wasn't really mad at it, because, I mean, I would usually be working seven to fucking three. So I might as well just, it's not really that bad. Nothing really to complain about. I'm not fucking hungover. I'm not fucking, uh, not bleeding out of my orifices, bleeding out of the office. Um, but yeah, so I was here, and then fucking, it was like, what happened? Oh, yeah, and since we're fucking, we've been, like, super, like, busy at work, which kind of makes sense because it's a weird, like, in between Christmas and New Year's, I guess the kids are fucking out of school, um, and maybe people have a lot of vacation, or maybe people take a vacation <clears throat> during that week is why it's so busy, but it's been, like, fucking like six times as busy as it's usually been. It's literally been fucking mayhem. At, uh, mayhem at fucking work. It has been mayhem at work. It has been mayhem at work. Um, actually, my no-show day, that was actually... Wednesday, not fucking Tuesday. What am I talking about? Tuesday, I worked till two, which wasn't that bad. So yeah, that was yesterday, which was a Wednesday for the no-show. But you hate, uh, salute to anybody who's out there that works a job where they don't depend on the next person to show up for their shift. Like if you just work at a place that fucking closes up shop at fucking five o'clock, six o'clock, everywhere closes early now. But yeah, that's just, would be very nice to just have a place where I just go to work and then everything, it's all done. We just close up shop. But obviously, fucking hotel, it doesn't fucking work like that. You gotta fucking, it never close. We never close. So yeah, I've never worked a job where fucking I was just able to close. Well, I guess that's kind of not true, but... Sometimes true at fucking Puma there for six years. When I would work like a, like a closing shift, then we would close the door. But then there's still the off chance of there being a fucking asshole who's in the store past close, which is like the worst. 
literally the worst feeling ever. I think that's even worse than like being at work and someone doesn't show up for their shift and you're stuck there when you just have a customer just fucking meandering at looking at the fucking socks while you're trying to fucking get out of work back when the mall used to close at nine o'clock. Now it probably closes at like five o'clock every day just because of everything going on. Um, but yeah, that was the fucking worst. I remember I had, it was so weird working at the fucking mall because you get like fucking people that want to be nurses. Then you got like fucking like 60 year old, just fucking weirdos working at the fucking mall as like the managers. I had many a manager who were like, like 60 plus just old fucking bald kind of creepy like white van driving people working at Puma which is so strange because it's like a fucking not youth but like just like a younger demographic kind of sports brand and he this gentleman looked like he would be best suited with some like air monarchs on and shit like that but yeah he was he and he didn't like customers at all he would just that's it that's the thing. Well, I guess I can't say that all old people aren't fucking good at customer service. But, yeah, he would just, like, fucking hide in the back from the customers, which is fucking stupid. But I was closing with him specifically one day. His name was Rich. He was actually pretty cool. And um, he just had, we had these customers in the store after hours, and he just fucking turned off all the lights in the fucking, in the fucking store. Just fucking hilarious. And I was making like probably fucking like $12 an hour. So I don't even know what mall managers make, but I'm sure it's not worth it at all because the mall is a horrible place and they all need to fucking be demolished. Um, I would say especially ours, but I guess compared to the Boulevard Mall, ours is not that much of a hellscape yet. I guess that depends on what your definition of a hellscape is because ours can, I guess, can get busy at times. I'm not sure. I actually haven't been there in a while, so I'm not sure how busy it gets anymore, especially with, uh, what, Canadian fucking the border. That was probably like, what, 40% of all, like, our customer base, if not more, like, Canadians. So that's tough. Uh, Yeah, malls are fucked. I don't... When do you think malls will officially be no more because it's already a hassle i guess the only leg up is like trying on the product clothing whatever the fuck you're trying on trying on a strap on see how it fits see how it fits in your ass um that's about it because i like i'm sure you well some people probably aren't they probably already know their sizes but some people like myself i like trying on the fucking shoe trying on the hoodie and shit like that um, I guess more with shoes than clothing. Um, yeah, I'd say shoes, I'm the biggest stickler with how they fit. I would say, right? I'm sure some, I'm sure you out there, maybe you have a different preference with how much of a, uh, your preference of how certain things fit. Maybe it's, maybe your preference is you need a really good fitting pair of, uh, slacks, I don't know. But either way, malls are fucking horrible. Fucking retail employees have the shittiest job, and they're also the shittiest people because they're fucking annoying as fuck. 
um, Zoomies employees. <laughs> What's your favorite color? But yeah, so it's been a decent, it's been a busy week uh, at work, which is, I guess it's better to be busy than to be bored at work, right? Um, so yeah, yesterday nobody fucking showed up for their shift. Oh, and my manager was like, well, do you want to leave at one or do you want to take a break and then leave at fucking three? And it was already like one o'clock. So I'm like fucking sayonara, bitch. And then uh, she was like, fuck, under her breath. <laughs> so, I mean, I already did my time. I worked two extra hours that I shouldn't have. So I guess that kind of gives me some, give me some brown points, some damn brownie points, um, which we all like. We all like some brownie points. And, uh, yeah, since it was so busy and everybody's, uh, worked, uh, grinded to a pulp, worked to a pulp here this week, uh, got a, got a pizza party. I love a pizza party. It's like, you don't get to see your kids today. We're going to work you for fucking 14 hours straight, but here's a fucking, uh, DiGiorno pizza for your sorrows, for your fucking, for not being able to see little Jimmy today, your lovely little son. And, um, yeah, you gotta love that, how they just, and it's like one time out of the year where they, like, buy you food, your employer. <laughs> or, like, an end-of-the-year gift, like, here, like, you spend pretty much all your time here. Here's, um, a bar of chocolate and some fucking Reese's Pieces. Gotta love it, folks. Gotta love it. <laughs> yeah. We fucking... Um, not giving you health insurance, but here's, uh, yeah, one pizza a year. That should equate... That should work out uh, the difference here. That'll cover the difference. We had um, Frenchie's Pizza, which is not that bad. Um, not Definitely not the best. And especially with... With, like, large, like, trays of pizza, do you think that it kind of makes the it, the quality and taste of the pizza suffers when it's at a larger scale? Does that make sense? Or is it still all just made with the same ingredients? And, and, am, I, and am, I, am I retarded? Um, maybe. I don't know. It just, like, it kind of seemed like Chuck E. Cheese pizza. Or maybe, or maybe it's just because it's from... Um, Frenchies. I don't know if any of you folks are into Frenchies out there. If there's any uh, Frenchies Intel uh, employees checking out on this here cast, talking shit about them. Um, but yeah, it was all right. It was a little bit, you know, a little thick and doughy uh, for my taste. But it was still, you know, not bad. Free pizzas. Um, guess you can't really complain now. I sound like every customer that I deal with every day complaining about free shit here we go but it's like what kind of name for a pizzeria is frenchies seems a little silly to me as a frenchman even as a frenchman and and a dago too part dago part uh french but yeah it doesn't sound uh seem or sound appealing to have a pizzeria named frenchies um, yeah, kind of weird, <laughs> but yeah, um, yes, 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 hope you enjoyed, uh, 
Hope you enjoyed that episode with Docs. Mikey, like I said before, it was a hoot. And um, we got a very special episode coming up after uh, this episode. So this one is for Thursday, uh, the 6th of January. Podcast uh, Garden Pails number 103. That is going to be with Mr. Mike, Mr. Mookie, uh, Mookie Brenson. It's going to be, it is, it is, it was a lot of fun. And it is a lot of fun to uh, listen to. I think you're going to enjoy it. Um, we we did it all in that episode. And lucky for you folks, he's going to be coming back for a couple more. And we're going to have, uh, it was just a lot of fun. And uh, he's actually lucky. He's a Patriots fan, and I did not mention us fucking uh, creaming, creaming them not once. And uh, yeah, he didn't even comment on the Bills uh, memorabilia that is on on uh, on the table here for the podcast. So we're gonna keep our bridges unburnt for now. The Bills Patriots uh, bridge. We're gonna keep it. We're going to keep the bridge over the water for now. Um, uh, but yeah, look out for that there. Uh, podcast number 103 for Monday, January. Um, what's that? January 10th. Um, I'm not going to say the name of the episode. But I think the name of that episode, number 103, is my favorite name for a podcast that I've done so far. I had um, a large influx of people digging the uh, Amish to Congress episode name, which is very silly, but I think that this one for number 103 will take the cake, and I think when you when it's released and you see it in all of its glory, I think it might just bring a little smirk little smirk to your cute little face. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Mike came over. Um, I had uh, one of my drunk neighbors, one of my piece of shit neighbors, rowdy neighbors came over the other night. It was fucking horrible. I just hate fucking having um, just rant. You know, of course, friends and family and all that's great over the house, but just random people over the house. It just fucking makes me uncomfortable. You're probably the same way. Fucking get the fuck out of my house. Get out of my dojo. You're fucking shit up. Or you're just killing the vibe. Like, I'm just here enjoying myself in my humble abode, and you're here. It's just fucking... What is it? Just It's just awkward, just uncomfortable. just fucking sucks. But yeah, Paul, he's... um. He's probably like 65 years old, fucking buck teeth, fucking retard, lives down the street. Um, he did live next door for me, uh, to me for a while, probably like a fucking year. Uh, him and his wife, and they're both like, like pale white people, but they somehow have like a Dominican child. It doesn't even make sense. Um... <laughs> And, um, yeah, he's got these buck teeth. He looks like he's British, but he's just kind of like trailer trash vibes on a hunt. And then, um, yeah, so he was over and just fucking 
screaming drunk as fuck. It was literally, I think it was like, what was it, a Tuesday night. It was Tuesday night. He showed up at like 5 o'clock at night, shit-faced, like 60 years old, no job, has teeth, so he's got that going for him. Showed up with uh, that eight-pack of the 16-ounce fucking uh, Budweiser's. Think he was taking them all home. And, um, yeah, it's like, what are you doing fucking shit-faced on a fucking Tuesday night? And he came over, and he's like, yeah, think I'm going to have to get a job finally. Think I'm going to think it's time. (laughs) Like, isn't it always... Always time to have a job. It's like, what the fuck are you doing? Whatever you're doing couldn't be that interesting or worth it to fucking... Like, what the fuck are you doing? Even after working for, like, having, like, two days off, it's like, you get a little antsy. But this guy, just whole life, just nothing. And, you know, it's almost impressive. It's 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 very impressive. I don't know where these people get their money and I don't know how they fucking spend their time and do literally anything that is 1% uh, productive. But he lives down the street, and he said that he lives in a house that I would assume is probably a three-bedroom house in my neighborhood. And he said he has 11 people living in the fucking house with him. And my jaw about fucking dropped when he said that. And it's kind of hard to believe, but I also believe... I guess if you split that up, fucking, um, let's do some let's do some quick math here, folks. Well, let's say if you were being fucking generous on how what the cost would be for rent, because I would assume that they're renting. Let me grab my cellular device for the calculator one moment. All right. Um, so for rent for a house in not the best neighborhood in Niagara Falls, New York, I don't know. Let's go fucking nine hundred bucks a month. I don't fucking know. Divided by eleven people, <laughs> like eighty-two dollars for everybody. Come up with eighty-two bucks a month. That's what I'll do. Just move into a house with fucking eleven people, and then you just you don't need a job. All you need to do is just work for like one week. And then you have enough money for rent for like f- fucking three, four fucking months. Maybe he's actually the smart one. My neighbor, my drunk fucking unemployed neighbor, Paul, maybe he's the fucking smart one and I'm the fucking dumbass. Here I am fucking working a job. They took our jobs. Um, shout out South Park. Christian sent me a fucking... There's like a TikTok of Bill Hader and one of the people who created fucking South Park. Uh, they were like recording the steamy Ray Vaughn fucking South Park scene. And then I had to, I had to rewatch that because that's just fucking hilarious. But yeah, my neighbor, drunk neighbor Paul. Oh yeah, because he said he finally has to get a job because he has to um, pay for his wife's fucking funeral. Out of all fucking things. Like I said before, she fucking... I think she fell down the stairs and hit her head and just fucking peaced out. Um, but yeah, I think he... He said her funeral costed like 3200 So if anybody out there is paying for or looking or gonna have to be, that maybe that's... I don't know if that's industry standard or he got low-balled or high-balled. 
But yeah, I guess that's a good reason to get a job finally to pay for the old lady's funeral. Perhaps kind of crazy stuff. Um, his old lady back in the day, they she actually had a beef, or Pam had beef with this here lady. Um, she was fucking uh, avid wagon wheel goer, and I think Pam, the fucking uh, the shining star of leading a morally correct life. Went to uh, the wagon wheel and fucking, um, I I would assume she like kicked the doors open like saloon style, and was like, "Hey, you need to be at home with your kids instead of being at the." <laughs> That's not what Pam sounds like, but you need to be with your kid instead of here at the wagon wheel, and um, yeah, that's actually something that happened. I think she'd fucking pulled up on her at the fucking wheel out of all places crazy um <laughs> pam the fucking uh pam the fucking uh cps uh, cps officer child protective services officer pam wow yeah me and mike we even talked about pam in this episode that we got coming up number 103 um yeah and hope you're digging the new uh setup the new look um the new look of the cast. Um, let me know what you think, what you stink, what um, what you would change, what you would keep, who you wanna see on the cast, if you wanna be on the cast. Um, yeah, and then we got um, also Mr. Uh, Fritz does art. He is out in uh, Thailand uh, currently, out in the Tea Land. And I believe that they are 12 hours ahead of us, if I'm not mistaken, or behind. I'm not sure. But, yeah, I got to get him back on the cast and get a check-in from Mr. Uh, Fritz Does Art. As you all know, viral uh, TikTok sensation, Mr. Fritz Does Art. Um, and, uh, yeah, see how he's been. I saw him uh, paint match in a coconut, and then he said something about leaves being sexy or something. He's a, a green, green sexual, pansexual, green sexual. Guy loves the color green. But yeah, I'm excited to get him back on the cast and see how he's doing there over the, over the pond, way over, uh, over west. Um, so yeah, be on the lookout for that. Also number 103, as I've been spouting about. A very good episode, a very... You know, just an episode that I was um, actually not very prepared for, to be honest. Number 103, I had just gotten out of work. I fucking made poor Mike wait outside for a couple of minutes because I was running late. And then I just fucking, um, like a fucking committed man that I am to this here cast, ran right upstairs with my fucking work clothes still on, work shoes still on. And then me and him just fired up the fucking cast and did a fucking good hour. So that's what you gotta do, just fucking... That's just what I do. That's just what we're doing here. And um, look at that, I'm actually over over my time, but I had a good time on this here cast, this lovely uh, Garden Pals number 102, um, wrapping up the back half, the second half, final chapter... 
um, for Thursday, January 6th, 2022. I hope uh, your new year has been off to a swell start, and I hope that it uh, continues. And um, thanks for tuning in, folks. We will see you on uh, Monday's episode number 103 with uh, Mr. Mike Brenson. Had a great time and hope you enjoyed number 101 as well with Mr. Mikey Docks. All right. Have a great day, folks. Bye-bye.